Jesus. I probably got the coolest like bag to leave a comic book store. You know, like when you make a purchase and they uh -huh. put your purchase in a bag. It was the dude's McDonald's bag from like uh, with his fast food order still taped to the front of it. Sweet. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> nice. That, now that's a souvenir you, that you don't chuck in the bin. Well, uh, you know, waste not, want not. And I'm sure. <laughs> And just to be clear, you were talking about the Big Island, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on, I was on o Oahu. Oahu. Oh, they had an apostrophe in it when I was there, so I was just like, I don't know how to say this. I apologize. <laughs> there was a road we saw we passed called. Uh, I uh, I said it like a, a true tourist probably did. I was like, like like street. Uh -huh. <laughs> like yeah, like. I'm sure that's. <laughs> That's it. Well, no, I mean, I heard myself say it. I said, oh, you bendejo. Oh, man, the Duolingo's paying off. Anyway. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Woo, let's go. go. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep us so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Pop Saga, the show where we kind of bring you the latest and greatest in pop culture and entertainment news. Taking a little bit of a sabbatical, but we're back. I'm John, and I was, I'm thrilled to be joined by Forrest. Speaking of thrilling... I just did get back from Amazing Vacation. Uh, the glow has just finally worn off. Work nature to do that to me. Uh, but while I did indulge in some cuisines and I enjoyed my time at Paradise, I was really looking forward to kind of getting back and doing this instead. I was like, ugh, beautiful, beautiful tropical paradise. Eh. What <laughs> I need to talk about is the Mandalorian. We got to come back. We had a couple episodes pass our way, and this is a little midpoint check-in with Mando, and I figured it's best to see what's going on with uh, Baby Yoda, Bo-Katan, and all the other crazy Mando crew. So uh, sit back, relax, get ready to join us for an action-packed episode of Pop Saga. <laughs> yeah, see, pretty exciting and different, right? Like, that's that's I think that's like the... Like, you know, my suntan that I got while on the oh, yeah? Is this yeah. the Is this your new island attitude that we're seeing uh, with this sort of off-the-cuff laissez-faire intro? Yeah, you know, I, I got kind of used to being on the island, so I figured I'd just go yeah, with the room. I see, I see. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a real tropical vibe you've brought to today's episode. Uh, today's episode that we're, we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Uh, I, I just have one thing to say before we get started. Hey, Mando, uh, you okay, buddy? Everything, Everything going okay? Everything going okay over in Mando Town? Sure, it's fine. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it's been an it's been an interesting couple of episodes. I was really uh, I was really on board. Uh, with the first one, you can go back and listen to it yourself. Yeah, you're like, very excited. I am. <laughs> it's, I'm still excited to see it every night. But I don't know what's what's happening in this show. <laughs> what? Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. To tell you the truth, I thought what I was like, what did they do to my precious Mando? What did? Uh, what kind of formatting switcheroo have they done? I, I, well, I think that's what we're going to discuss because I don't know. And, yeah. uh, and frankly, I'm afraid to ask. Uh, <laughs> well, if you'll remember previously on Pop Saga. Uh, well, we need that. You want to do that? I'll add it to the board. So that way, if we actually remember, I'll push it. You can be like previously on Pop Saga. Yeah, I'll need like some, I'll need the lost sting. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that see, is. Let me see if I can find that really good. <laughs> I don't know what the lost sting is. Remember, you don't know the we, lost Remember, we watched we watched the first episode because you were gonna try to convince me to watch it, and then uh -huh. I watched it. I was like, I don't like it. I yeah. don't watch any more of it. And then that was it. So if there was a sting, 
I definitely wasn't paying attention to it because I was like, get me off this island and get me to the real island. Yeah, I did, we, did you see some I, locations? Yeah, we took a catamaran tour. They're like, they filmed Lost here. They filmed uh, 50 Sick. First Dates and Jurassic Park. I was like, dope. I got to see the giant mountain that, you know, the helicopter flies by. And you're like, wow, Costa Rica is beautiful. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Steven Spielberg lied to you. That was Hawaii. He just wanted yeah. a real long vacation, and he got it. In a Smart. I mean, the, seriously, the people who made Lost, too, they're just like, oh, man. Yeah, the, we done it. I guess there was some uh, spoiler spoilers. I don't think I need to enact the spoiler witch for this. There was, I guess, some submarine that shows up in some part of the Lost season. Sure. And the person was just like, the submarine was right over there. And then when they were done filming, we had them take it off the island and far away from here because it was cursed. <laughs> okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to question them. You, you found it yet? Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, uh, well, well, yeah, we'll have to work that out. I don't know. I like. I needed something. It can't just be me saying previously on pop song <laughs> to... that's okay, the only well, thing that's i have on the board oh uh, shit <laughs> i think you might have done it done it again see two weeks off brains firing on juice damn damn it you've done it again uh yeah that, that is actually pretty good all right let's let's try one clean <clears throat> okay okay here you go people we're doing this live previously on pop saga Okay, that was pretty good. It is pretty uh, good. I will, I'll rip it, clip it, and it's now on the board. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was saying that in the last episode, I was talking about how I was hoping that they would go back to more of like a, a problem of the week format, even if they have like this overarching story. Sure. And instead, they really haven't. Instead, it seems like somebody watched Andor and was like, we could do that. We could do that. Everyone's saying Andor's good. We could be good. You think that's what happened? I don't know. I have no I have no visibility into what's their, what they're doing over there, but it does seem weird that it's suddenly so uh, uh, so sequential, you know, so it's, it's so myth arc focused. Yeah, but it is and it isn't at the same time. That, that's my thing is it just kind of feels like everyone's just like hey what do you want to do this one i don't know uh <laughs> but they'll, they'll like end right in the middle of something an action they never used to do that it was like it was great because there's a little bite-sized story now they're just like what happens next you'll have to tune in to find out on the next episode of dragon ball z <laughs> shit <laughs> wrong thing <laughs> so close to each other <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, sort of. Should uh, should I enact the spoiler witch for this? Yeah, sure. All right. Hold on, everybody. Spoilers, spoilers. You're still rusty. Double boilers. Uh, cauldrons burn and secrets bubble. They do. Of course, and, uh, yep, in yep. the rites Just, mm -hmm. and passages handed down to us Both by of those things. It's very important spoiler to cover. Witch has been invoked, yep. and we will be safe. Previously on Mandalorian. <laughs> oh yeah, I got one. Oh, I got one. Uh, you do? Do you have any podcast fuel? Uh, I have something special. Oh, I I don't. I'm just drinking water. But let us enact the first of all, as it's weirdly become tradition. The, Let's be put on that weird French accent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold it to you. So, John Dummy, are you enjoying a frosty beverage this evening? We, oui, I am. Oh, no. You are speaking my language. Yeah, I went, um, I went to um, the BevMo this weekend looking for a housewarming gift for somebody. Oh. Yeah, I did. A nice bottle of scotch, you know, trying to be fancy. Wow, and, nice. Uh, you know, I passed the canned beverages. Uh-huh. And I was like, what do they got there? And then I saw it. 
our mortal enemy. Fresca. Don't tell me. You you got the fresh the spiked fresca? Yeah, I found fresca mixed vodka spritz. <sighs> made with vodka distilled four times. I mean, Born to be mixed since 1966 is their tagline. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's dead serious. Uh, there's not enough filtering in the world for you, Fresca. Well, I just popped the can, and I'm going to go ahead and give it a try right here. All so right. A, let's get your two, live a, reactions. Yep. Okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ugh, what what type of sugar is that? Oh, <laughs> I don't think it is sugar, my friend. Oh, oh, oh no! Like, to, to be to be fair Descri to the fresco, describe yeah. to me what is inspiring these these cries of distress. It's like I don't yeah I mean, it's vodka. You could hide that in anything. Sure. Somehow the 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 fresca is accentuating like the fakeness of like the sugar. Uh, or whatever sweetener they used in it to. Well, that's um, what fresca tastes like, my friend. <laughs> it's just uh, like liquor. It, it, did you like, not remember <laughs> the description? No, I haven't that had I so a fresca in years. <laughs> but it it's the it slush in the bath bottom of your trash can with combination. Yeah. Oh, it's just like. I didn't know you could make fresca worse, but they did. It, it generally it tastes it tastes worse. Like I don't like I again I don't know what sweetener in there. It's got like a clawingy, fake sugary like coverage of my mouth. A hint of a citrus, but it doesn't even taste like you know the grapefruit it's supposed to be. It tastes like some off-brand citrus, like grapefruit or something. <laughs> like it is. It, whoa! I, I got I think three you more cans. Grapefruit again, but you just put like a capital. There's like it's just Campbell case now. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh! I got three more cans of this shit. Oh, well, wow. I'm giving them out. Anyway, I mean, that's what that's I had you. to try it. Yeah, I had to try it. I it thought, said it right there. Part of it's gonna be Fresca. Not all the vodka of the world could drown that out. I was hoping they'd be nice, give you more vodka to Fresca, but uh, mm. no. no, no, Fresca just no. takes over. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. It's good. <laughs> We're good. Uh, oh no. <laughs> This is, yeah, I mean, uh, you had to see that one coming. Yeah. Please drink okay, responsibly. Well, Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're already imbibing a fresca, a, a fresca just laced with vodka, so you, you responsibility is not your... Uh, Forte. No, it's not, the, it's not the order of the day, I don't think. No, not in this case. Sweet uh, Jeebus. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, I mean, that seems like the perfect mood. It seems like the perfect sort of tone setter to get us into uh, talking about the, these episodes of The Mandalorian. We have um, we have invoked the spoiler witch, uh, so, you know, bail out now if you haven't seen him. Yep. If you care. <laughs> See you um, next week. Yep, we'll be talking about some other bullshit. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about Chapter 18, The Minds of Mandalore, and uh, Chapter 19, The Convert, and of course, Chapter 20, The Foundling. Um, here's a question I have for you, John. Yep, yep. Do the Mandalorians, like, actually kind of suck? Well... So before I'd have told you, nah, they're pretty cool, right? Because we, we, we've seen like a total of five of them. Yeah. Six, you know, you know, seven, seven, like really showcased. And the ones we got in season one seemed pretty capable. Then something happened. And uh, Some, I, something I certainly happened. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they used to be cool. And then um, they forgot how to fight. They... 
seem to have forgotten so many things. Uh, but you had to have been excited to see the the mighty Mythosaur in the flesh at last. I mean, I've I've faked that excitement. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> like I mean, you know, it's just like the the one thing that it seems really good about this season is really projecting exactly what's going to happen by the end of the episode every single time. And this, this was no different. So I was like, Oh, Oh, they're going in the water. Like, you know, he's, he's bathing in the water, Lake Minnetonka. And then mm-hmm. the minute he went deep, I was like, Oh, I bet you there's a bit of sword down there. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like ever since like they, in that, the episode 18, uh, when he, he, Tells he tells the child Grogu to get in his sweet little speeder bassinet and just book it out of there to go uh, get Bo Katan. You knew that once she is coming to the minds of Mandalore, it was really about her journey uh, because she also bathed in the waters and she saw the Mythosaur. This is clearly setting her up to to you know reascend to a place of prominence within this newly refounded Mandalore. Uh, and plus it was awesome. I mean, she earned it in that episode. I, there are many problems I have with these episodes, but her fighting that weird, really weird monster was, was pretty, it cool. Looked cool at the very least. Yeah. It seemed, it felt like that one was like, we're going to make them. We're going to make people want a book about this thing. Uh, in some form or fashion, or maybe it was in one of the books um, that I never picked up or read. I had no idea what it was. I was like, is it like one of those Bith monks that you see in Return of the Jedi, like walking around with a brain in a jar? Or? It kinda, I could see that. I didn't really even think of that about that, but something tells me probably, I mean, I don't know, unless the monks, the definition of monk is very different. <laughs> yeah. the Biths I, are from. Yeah, I mean, I just was just like, I don't know what the hell this thing is. I mean, it looked cool. It just looked a little, I mean, a little out of place. It was just like, why is this thing living down there eating on Herculoids or whatever those (laughs) four-armed monsters that were living on the surface were? Yeah, you mean the Morlocks from the the Time Machine movie? (laughs) Yeah. I was trying because, to think of their name. They ain't go dead ass on. Because, yeah, I mean, those were that 100%. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was cool seeing the glass surface of a planet. Uh, you know, people talk about that a lot in sci-fi, but you very rarely see it. I Yeah, that was, you know, that's part of the extended universe lore. So it's kind of nice to see that they, um, they brought that in. And, yeah, though, yeah, that was wicked and, you know, messing up all the instruments and... Hell, you were right. He went to Tatooine. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I could. I've played this. I feel like I've played this quest in World of Warcraft before. <laughs> oh, you might have. You might have. You know, I was just like, damn. First on, I was like, shit. Forrest is right. Let me have a sip of this Fresca mixed vodka spritz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take take your medicine. That's a good. Take my medicine. Oh. Oh. Uh. I'm so sorry. I I feel like the, no one should have this visited upon them. This sounds like torture, and I am not surprised. Yeah, it's not uh, um, at all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we know a couple things about Bo-Katan. One, super depressed. Yeah. Two, Katie Sackhoff is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know both those things. We also know that she's real, real sad about not getting the Darksaber. Uh, but she has it now. We're not talking about it, but she's got it now. <laughs> I mean, I guess, okay, what are the rules to this whole Darksaber business? Because I think you're supposed to, like, beat someone in combat, but she beat the thing that beat him, so that counts, right? No. <laughs> uh, how does that count? Well, I mean... 
it wasn't like the thing that beat him challenged him for the rule of Mandalore. I think it feels like you have to kind of call that out. You just can't get an ass whooping and be like, well, now the king or emperor of Mandalore is uh. I just, I simply don't know. I don't know the rules. I can't figure it out because he's not asked for it back. Has he forgotten? I mean, I think maybe they're just hoping everyone forgot. Or maybe he just has it on them. They're just like, eh, not going to use it this week. Saving on the VFX budget. Mm. <laughs> like and he, and he does and they just i mean she had it for a moment and maybe maybe he has it back or she's keeping it and he doesn't care i mean he didn't care at the end of season two he's like just take it i was yeah. waiting for him to be like just lie right or <laughs> i'm sure if someone asks he'll be like oh no yeah that weird monster in a jar was like i'm the true king of Mandalore. <laughs> give me that lightsaber and he got it dead to rights and Bo-Katan got it back, and it's serves. I mean, come on, that's just the rules. And then everyone will be like, "This is the way," and uh, th- that'll be the that'll be the end of it. I think. Yeah, um, there's a, there's a certain point you can only this is the way so much until you cannot this is the way yourself out of a situation. Oh yeah, well I mean, uh, yeah, and they they use it for pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. Just like I don't want to write dialogue here, so they're just gonna say this is the way. Yeah, it makes me feel like um, my old manager at the movie theater who winks, who would uh-huh. wink all the time. The first time he, he winks at you, like, oh, hey, you know what? feel pretty special. But like the 17th time, you're just going to, all right. All <laughs> right, he doesn't want to talk. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got him eye drops. Uh, he thanked me for profusely. Um, but like, I don't know. The, the way that they show her at the end of this episode where she is just like she had like they have again they have helmets on so it's hard to tell what people are emoting but uh there's like the slow push in on her face and she's like whoa i saw the minotaur i bathed in the waters this could be cool he did the <laughs> he did the, the little chant thing and i remembered it and i was like neat M- you know mandalore's not so bad after all <laughs> uh i really feel like what do you think? Is, is she coming back? Is she going to be the 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 leader of Mandalore now? Is this what this is all leading to, or am I am I am I going down the wrong path here? No, I think you're going down the right path. I think uh, a couple of episodes later, in uh, episode twenty, the found line, uh-huh. I think that started to forge a little bit of yeah. uh, a descent <laughs> between. Her- her, but well, her, her aspirations, and then like the um, the armorers kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, like, you, you trying to steal my people? Are you trying to take my my people? You know they're not very good. They were shooting like missiles into the water for some reason. Okay, so let's <laughs> since we're talking about that right now, let's just talk about let's just talk about the Mandalorians' choices here. So in episode one of this season. We find out that they have a ritual where they go down into a lake and a giant turtle monster almost kills them all. And so you're like, okay, this just happened now or does this happen all the time and they're just not learning? I at the time at the time I assumed oh it's just something that happened to happen during this ceremony. Okay, it's a little contrived, but I'll 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 accept it. it. Yep. This episode, episode twenty, the foundling. We learned that the this giant beast, this giant winged beast, has been picking up and taking Mandalorians into its nest to feed to its young for question mark amount of times. We know at least one other time. Yeah, but also sure. the Mandalorians they say it never works. We you know, we can always or whatever. It, we try to follow it, it it never works. That means it has to be more than twice cuz they need otherwise they would say it didn't work last time but so and we know when we see the nest eventually of this giant beast that they uh that there's one helmet in it and there has to be more so what are they doing train inside i mean maybe the armor likes her space Just keep all that racket outside. I'm too busy (laughs) forging armor and shit in here. This Um, cave is small. You must go outside. This is the... uh, But, but, okay, but real quick. Todd, last time. This. Okay, but I mean, like, it just swoops. Is. uh, 
The, the. This is the, oh, this is the way. Okay, this is the way. Way. This All is right. the way. This is the way. Maybe it won't happen this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, time! Oh, they got one of the little guys. Oh, what is he gonna do with him? Leave him alive for a couple days? <laughs> this is the way. This is. The <laughs> Should we go after him? This is the way. Are no, you saying to go after him? Uh, that's the way. Mm. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, you're an apostate. Get out of here. Oh, no. Not again. <laughs> you, said, you said the wrong thing wrong. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, there's only one rule, and I broke it. Yeah, I broke uh, it. Just keep saying this is the way, and you'll get to the, the day. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that is the rhyme, the easy rhyme you have to remember when you're a Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. uh, but seriously, what the heck is going on? I don't know. How do they not have, like, the, how could this have happened so many times that they are just not, they're just like, oh, all right, let's put our most succulent Mandalorians onto the beach <laughs> for, a, for a, a, a fun game of everyone stands in a circle and plays paintball. They also, they have the worst paintball parks in Mandalore. Everyone just stands five feet from each other and shoots each other with paintballs. I approve of that one. It's like, at uh, least, you know, it makes sense. Got to train with something. I oh mean, man, I had so many terrible flashbacks when I saw Grogu do the Yoda flip. <laughs> I was like, no, don't do it. Well, I mean, you knew he was going to do it, though. Like, they, they've, been, they've been prepping you since Book of uh, Boba Fett. They're I like, thought he was going to force choke that kid. Oh, he should have. He's like... Yeah, he could use the dark side. He's what? he's rejected Jedi training. What if he just grabbed that kid by the neck and just shook him so violently the helmet flew off? Yep. He's <laughs> like, and the, he's, you're an apostate now, kid. Go see yeah. the alligator turtle. <laughs> Go join the waters of Lake Minnetonka yourself, asshole. Go, Go to the top I of that hill and... Game. Go to the top of the hill, spread your arms wide, and just wait for that big old lizard chicken to come get you. Yeah, why not? I, 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 I don't know. Like, I mean, of course. I, 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 <laughs> come on, you can do it. I mean, I don't, I don't know because I'm just like, I'm like, oh man, like none of them can afford a can of paint to like, like match your armor up a little bit, a little better. Um, because a lot of them have, like, you know, it's just, they definitely look like they found gear. But at a certain point, I'm like, we couldn't, we couldn't go, to, go to, like, the, the uh, equivalent of Space Home Depot, get yourself a new can of paint, spray that up a little bit, at least to <laughs> look a little more attractive when you're getting eaten by a giant turkey. I guess. The <laughs> I mean, I, it was just, like... <laughs> it's hard to parse. It's hard to parse. That whole thing was hard to parse. The fact that they started flying after it and then they run out of fuel, they're like, this always happens. <laughs> and <laughs> I, like, What did you think was going to happen this time? But we've never seen that happen. That was the first time where it conveniently was like, oh, no, that shit ran out of fuel. We, we've watched fucking Mando fly around and hook up to a... A TIE fighter and land, he was able to remote launch this r rocket pack. Like, it seems like it obviously has a l limit of fuel, but this went out like real quick. Like, they got <laughs> over like two heel, two hills. And like, <laughs> they're like, oh, shucks. Shucks, well, we messed up. And then, then what happened next I was like, cool. But then it made me go, how'd they get here? Because Bo Katan gets in the ship. And books off after the thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, smart. Like, you know, uh, Mando could have done that in his probably little, uh, his little Mustang, his Naboo Mustang there, and probably could have got there hella quick too. And I was like, well, why didn't the other Mandos get in their ship? And I was like, oh, wait. Maybe they don't have a ship. So then how did they get to this giant remote death lake? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean... As far as we know, they just based on the, like their sort of their uh, situational awareness that has been on display so far, 
that someone just ripped them off. Like someone charged them <laughs> five times the going rate to like, you know, drop them off from a garbage scow or something. And they're just like, oh, this is the way. Everything seems, in, you know, Mando inspector. Oh, okay. Here you go. Hopefully everything's in order. And then they just stole all their stuff and flew off. And like, oh, well, because <laughs> it happens. Why don't we go to this area? What do you mean? We were have we were living under that ring world. That that was cool, right? No, no. <laughs> I know this great place. It's right by a lake. Oh, okay. It's not the oh, listen. It's not the place with the crocodile turtle and the the giant, uh, the giant turkey vulture, is it? This. No. <laughs> you just go this. Uh, oh, is man. the way I get it. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. The, the armor bought a timeshare in this, next to this lake. <laughs> just, uh, she's just trying to sell the rest of the months off to us. It's so annoying. The lake is just a pyramid scheme. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, armor's trying to be the top of the pyramid. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That kid gets eaten as well for God knows how long, and then yeah, just regurgitated, and it's fine. I don't, and I completely dry. I like yeah, completely totally dry. I like at the end of episode twenty when they uh, the their big prize is they have a bunch of the chicks. I was like, what are you gonna do with these? Is it just like you steal my kid? I steal your kid. We'll <laughs> show them. Well, I mean, it does kind of extend the family thing to a level of ridiculousness because yep. it's because it, it's gone from like you know this is a war torn or something happened and you must train this person to defend itself to like well it's just a bird thing like what am I? Are we gonna give this thing a helmet? Because, I mean, that'd be pretty badass, but, like, <laughs> like is it I going mean, to sit in a, a, a ring and paintball its brothers as it's learning the fight? Probably not. Yeah, like, and mean, it doesn't seem like it has that kind of discipline. Yeah, I mean, it'd be pretty cool if, like, eventually you see them riding. My hope is in uh, the next episode, we just see them barbecuing them. <laughs> that would be... So terrific. I would be back. I, I mean, I'm already back on board. I'm looking forward to it every time it comes on. But uh, but one thing, the thing is about this show is like it'll have just, it'll just be shoveling shit just, just all over me with these. It's just like some of the worst writing the show has ever had. And like I'm just clowning on it the whole time. And then, then they have the audacity to bring back beloved Star Wars game show host. <laughs> That's right. Kelleran Beck is getting his moment in the sun. It's actually incredible. This whole sequence fucking rules. Uh, Ahmed Best is awesome. He does a great job. Uh, but it's just like, okay, now I want this show. Show me, show me all the, the, the crazy shit Kellerin Beck gets up to after his, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple spaceship show got canceled. Uh, only canceled because of COVID. Wasn't canceled because uh, people weren't liking it. I no, think. no, I I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is like, this is Kellerin Beck when he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Cancel my show. Cancel my show. I'm going to go buy myself a real nice uh, in gold inlaid robe, and I'm going to show them all how it's done. Seriously. And he really puts the other Jedi's robes to shame with uh, that really awesome uh, golden fringe that he has on his. Also, is this the very first time that we've ever seen somebody fight with... I mean, I know we saw Anakin do it, but, like, just have two lightsabers naturally? Just be like, yeah, this is my shtick. No, he picked one up. He picked up a lightsaber from the fallen, uh, the fallen one near the elevator. It's, it sure seems like he had, he had it down, like, he does it all the time. Well, I mean, maybe that's his, that, maybe that's his shtick. Is like, he goes in, and then, like, one of the Jedis get killed for something. He's like, oh, here we go. Taking both. Right. <laughs> now it's, now it's my time to shine. What's more effective than one lightsaber? 
two lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, this picture of he had a chain in between two of them, man, like... Oh, my God. Like, like nunchuck lightsabers. What if he had an uh, extra two arms that he salvaged, salvaged from the corpse of General Grievous? <laughs> and they just oh, spit my God. It's, oh, I'd be for it. I don't care. At this point, I'd be like, oh, that's the shit. I need, I need all the action figures of that. I need Keller and Beckvis. <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely... I was... When episode uh, one came out, I was sort of like ironically a Jar Jar fan, and like you know how many ironic likes just turn into actual likes. <laughs> so yeah. uh, seeing seeing Ahmed Best uh, up there, and I think a lot of people, you know, even though I I like Jar Jar Binks, he is not a liked character. Uh, a lot of people are saying this is sort of a uh, a bit of a um, you know a justice served uh, seeing Ahmed Best doing awesome stuff in a Star Wars show. Uh, you know how justice would be served better? At next episode, it's all Keller and Beck. <laughs> we forget about this Mandalorian stuff uh, for an episode. Well, don't worry. They can they can do like episode three. Or yeah, episode three is a season kind of forget doing a Mandalorian episode anyway. Yeah. <laughs> do something else, so why not? Um, so I am not a Jar Jar fan. Yeah, that's and fine. I, Not a lot no, of people are. Well, so you know, like, I'm, I'm going to say my piece because when I when I saw the appearance, I was so happy. So you know, growing up, Jar Jar is like, "This ain't my Star Wars," even though I was, you know, <laughs> about a, uh, 19, I think, at the time. So I was like, "This ain't my Star Wars. This <laughs> Jar Jar stupid." And you I had somehow a deeper voice when you were 19. Yeah, well, you know, you get older, <laughs> you lose a little testosterone, you start sure, to get sure. a little... That's what happened. I used to be like, yeah, I can't stand Jar Jar Binks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then now I turn to this. But anyway, I couldn't stand him, and, you know, I, I ragged on him, but after kind of really hearing what he went through, I was like, oh, you know, I can't be doing this no more. I, I can't be this hate tank Um disliking things it's not for me but it's for somebody else and i should be happy that someone has something they can enjoy and i i really you know felt bad for him so anytime that like he you know comes up or whatever i'm just looking for him to get a win and this was a big win for me because it was like thank you for this redemption arc and it, it kind of gave me a, a theory of what's going to happen in part of this series where we'll see who uh, uh keller and meets uh with the uh, the Grogu there. I think we're going to get Jar Jar in, in, in Mando season three. What? <laughs> in the flashback. Yeah, in the flashback. So you're gonna you're saying that they're going to have Ahmed Best do double duty? He's going to meet himself? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I am totally up for it. I would love to see Jar Jar <laughs> back in live action. I, I, I think this is John Favreau and Dave Filoni kind of going like, you know what? We're going to give Jar Jar his redemption arc. We're, we're, we're uh, doing it. A whole arc? Please, don't promise me something that that won't happen. Well, now I mean, I'm redemption expecting... arc will probably be like 10 minutes of ten like, minutes. In, in between all the episodes. <laughs> As they just flash back and it's giving us more more young Rogu action. Be <laughs> so sorry for electing the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't play that Jar Jar. It's so sad. <laughs> your 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 friend died of a broken heart. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was my this was my favorite part was of this episode because everything else was just like a like a very interesting uh, tabletop RPG where everyone was just rolling poorly for the most part, except. Uh, Katie Stackoff and Pedro Pascal. Their dice was on fire. Yeah, they were they were exploding. exploding. Everyone else was NPCs. Definitely. <laughs> they were the co-op team. <laughs> yeah, this was a it was it was really nice to see him. I was happy to see it and you know, um I was surprised because you know we've all been kind of waiting to see who rescued him. There was a lot of theories, but I'm glad it was Keller and Beck. Yeah, I'm glad they in integrated a show that has that was sort of 
you know, it was a a very heavily themed kids competition show. But the fact that they legitimized the the character in this way, I thought was like really awesome. I love when they do that. That's that's the kind of sort of interconnected stuff that really uh, is exciting to me. Um, but uh, but the overall story is just baffling because now it's like, okay, am I supposed to like the religious cult or? I keep saying religion, but it's more like just whatever the the monastic uh, order of of these Mandalorians. Am I supposed to like these guys? I don't. Uh, and then let's talk about the 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 interesting diversion we got uh, with episode three, uh, where it was sort of showing how former Empire devotees are. Uh, integrating into the new republic and was i supposed to am i supposed to be able to feel bad for the empire <laughs> is that what they're trying to what is what what am i supposed to feel in this episode because i was like wow the new republic is just like they're like they suck they're bad this sucks <laughs> i was hoping you would tell me uh, because watching it, I was trying to um, figure it out. I, I I felt like yeah, someone got the the series of um, Andor rough cuts. They're like, oh, we need this is the one that made me feel like oh, we need to do this. We gotta we we gotta get deep and show this other story, which is definitely a divergent from how they normally do things by showcasing someone else. But I'm like, well, I'm like you. I'm like I don't like any of these people. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't care about Pershing. I don't care that he was, you know, this was a noble thing at all. I'm like, you should still feel bad. You should have known what they were doing was bad. And the fact that this is the big killer for me was like, I can understand maybe this amnesty a year after, you know, like the empire falls. But when you're like going on seven years, eight years, and people are still rolling deep with the empire, when most of <laughs> yeah, people don't like them, I think I'm like, eh, eh, I'm just gonna put you in the, the the deepest darkest hole, and that's it. I don't know what type of rehabilitation that you're hoping for. And this uh, and this. this character was not somebody who, like, you feel bad for him in the course of this episode, just because people are taking advantage of him, seemingly left and right. Uh, but like he was like doing some pretty horrific genetic experiments. He's not, by he should not be a sympathetic character by any means. It seemingly. Uh, I mean that being said, uh, I do like the actor's portrayal of Penn Pershing, and I I really uh enjoy Katie O'Brien's performance in this episode too. Um, so uh. You know, I think there were positives for sure, but geez, <laughs> oh man, I'm very confused about what I should be feeling about, like what yeah. the the showrunners are trying to tell me here. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get it. Um, in a sense that you know, I guess the the picture will be stitched for us together eventually, and we'll see why we're doing this, and we're seeing the foundation of the first order. Which, like, honestly, I don't really care how they came to be. Uh, that's just me, though. Um, but well, you know me. I'm all for at least acknowledging that the sequels exist. So <laughs> they yeah, do well, these shows. Yeah, at least you're getting that. They're not. They're not shying away from it. I guess the whole thing is just like, oh yeah. Well, if you were mad at Luke being all sour grapes Jedi Master in the Last Jedi, then you should gotta be real mad at this New Republic being dirty garbage <laughs> at their job yeah. almost immediately. <laughs> Luke blew up the Death Star for this. Yeah, it seems like they should have just kept going with the years of the Empire, you know, or whatever. No so, wonder Luke got so disillusioned. This is the future <laughs> he created, where they were just like. We have a therapy droid who is just like not even a full droid. It it literally they shoved like at the top of a droid onto a concrete pillar. They can't even be bothered to have a droid with legs in there. Just <laughs> Doesn't ask, even seem sentient. Asking just the same questions, trying to elicit a result. You know, all these people are going to lie about it anyway, and 
yeah, it was just a weird, like, I mean, it's cool seeing Coruscant from a post return of the Jedi perspective. You know, it looked livelier, livelier, a lot more colorful, you know, so we did get that change, but everything else was just like amnesty. I mean, I know you're mirroring what happened after World War II and what we did. I get it. I get it. But it wasn't everybody. We took yeah, like I'll... all their people to put rockets on the moon. Sure. Yeah. You just like this is this is, we're showing we're showing the Star Trek or Star Wars Star Trek Star Wars uh, a like version of Operation Paperclip, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you like. Yeah, why are you doing this? And then you you know uh, Katie O'Brien's character. You're like she's up to no good. Well, I you mean, know yeah. she's up to. But I mean, like this was acted wonderfully. Um, for you know how everything was written, I was all for it. But I was just like, why are you trusting her? She's eating a red ice cream cone thingy that's on, <laughs> that's lit up for some reason. Don't trust her. You can't trust her, Pershing. But then I was like, you know what, Pershing? You do you, man. I don't really care at this point. Like, I like their dynamic a lot. You can tell like she was pushing him into stuff. stuff and the betrayal was... Uh, I knew she was like leading him on somehow, but the twist of the end I didn't really get. I get then the twist on the twist then it did make sense because it's like, oh, this is they keep mentioning how Moff Gideon has escaped somewhere and he's obviously pulling the strings behind this and taking care of all the loose ends. But uh, I have to say that I really did like that part where where they were at the weird like Apple Store amusement park. Um, because that's some of the best world building I've seen in a TV show in a long time. Uh, the fact that they showed the, the, at the center of this park is the top of the tallest mountain in Coruscant. Like the only part of the planet that the original planet that is still visible. That's incredible world building because it, it, one, it shows you how deep and massive and tall the city is. Mm-hmm. And then two, mm-hmm. uh, it shows you the it, the the basic the composition of the of what the 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 planet is like by just giving you like a little hint. And I think that is like a it was just like a really incredible bit of world building. I really appreciated uh, in a, a a sea of just hilarious episode. My wife and I just there and laugh and just like balk at the different choices characters make. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we kind of, uh, we, we sit and watch and I'll either cheer if it's something like cool or I just go, okay, is, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with the ride with you. You've, you've earned it. You gave me two solid seasons, so I can, I can take this trip with you all. I don't know where we're going I, and I feel like kind of like you don't either, but that's cool. Or you're doing so you're doing a lot of setup for like ahsoka and like uh wait you know maybe it's not oh, yeah. even like uh gideon pulling the strings maybe it's thrawn that's what i'm kind of hoping Ooh, that would be cool if like, they you, have if they tie thrawn into the the creation of the first order that would be pretty incredible i mean it would at least make up for the fact that we never got like the thrawn trilogy yeah you know heir to the empire because i would i would I'd watch the shit out of that like any day of the week. But if I'm going to get, well, yeah, he helped born the first order. So he's, he's pretty cool for being a pretty bad guy. Cause I don't, I just don't get like, wait a minute. You just lost Moff Gideon. You just escaped. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. We misplaced Moff Gideon and now we can't find him. Oh, well, he's out there somewhere. We'll find him. Don't worry about it. New Republic. You're doing fine. Yeah. It's Uh, just as bad as like Bo-Katan losing that big ass ship. They're just like, they like they you started, right? <laughs> I was like, you didn't get the sword. Fuck you. We're taking this. Go, yeah. go onto your planet and mope. <laughs> well, we followed you up into this point, but you didn't get the sword. So bye. Yeah, we're just uh, low G Jack and you're, <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a weird. This, I am right there with you though. Like, I am 
incredulous and just sort of surprised at the the descent and quality that the show has, has seemingly taken this season. But I'm still like hooked. I'm still <laughs> right. I'm still front and center for every single episode. So I don't know. They've hooked me with weird world building, and I kind of stopped caring that the story is just is hot garbage. And maybe that's the real real magic of of Star Wars uh, after all. I think you're right. Yep. <laughs> like, I mean, I've stopped. I don't know. Like, I still appreciate really well-written shows. I've definitely watched a few. Um, sure. You know, of recently. Wh- of which this is not. <laughs> yeah, this is just kind of like, they're just doing whatever. And you're just like, okay, man. Okay, whatever. It's cool. Um, I don't really know what to expect. I do appreciate this slice of Star Wars, though. Me too. Um, I like a bunch of weird aliens. I want more of them. Yeah, and it it it's like, it's cool, it builds the world, but it also, in a weird way, and, and see if you're with me here, it seems kind of like non-committal. It's just like, <laughs> eh. you know, we're just gonna toss this out there, kind of see, you know, this is our white album. We'll see how many people like it. Maybe not everyone will like, you know, number nine. That's okay, but they'll they'll pick up. Hey, we'll bring Jar Jar back. And we're make a cool watch. God, I hope you're right. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think in a weird way after they announced, I think there was an article out there somewhere where, uh, John Favreau is like, they asked him, Hey, do you have a plan for Mandalorian? Do you know when, like how it's going to end and how many seasons he's like, it could go on forever. I don't know. (laughs) I think after like this season feels like the season made after that sort of realization, Hey, it's popular. It can go on for a long time. We're just gonna try something out. Uh, although, like, they're clearly in its own clunky way. It's clearly like planting seeds that it does pay off later. Because, like, if you who <laughs> told me the stupid turtle alligator in, in episode one would return in episode four in sort of a heroic moment to eat the giant uh, chicken Bird lizard? lizard there. Yep. <laughs> yep. I would. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's why that scene was in the show. It didn't make much sense at the time, but now they needed to show it beforehand so it could come back later. Okay, cool. Wrote right backwards from that one scene you want. Yeah, <laughs> bring, it, bring back something that didn't make any sense and make it a little bit more sense by going, there's always a bigger alligator turtle in the sea. <laughs> That's what he said. It was a real clunky callback, but you got to yeah. respect him for trying. Yeah, and you know, we've gotten, for me, and I feel like that this is probably the reason why they, they destroyed the most amazing ship, the Razor Crest, and put him in his uh, P2 Naboo fighter. Yeah. Uh, um, is because N- of the dog one. I know. I'm. I was calling P two Spitfire. That's that's what I was. Or whatever. Okay. Anyway, I was trying to be a little bit more meta there than calling cool. it by its actual designation. It's cool. I'm glad you know it, Phantom Force. <laughs> but um, the dog fighting. Uh, oh, very like, cool. Yeah, I really Hard appreciate that. Really appreciate it. I got my my um. We should we should do a list at some point our favorite Tie Fighters because uh, <laughs> let's just do it right now. Sure, it's not that many of them. Okay, well you have uh, the regular Tie Fighter, you have the Tie uh-huh. Bomber, you have the yep. Tie Advance, that's Darth Vader's, and you have the Tie Interceptor. Of course, the Tie. Then you have the Tie. Yeah, Tie Interceptor. That's the coolest one, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Hands down. That's it has those pointed wings. It uh, looks. It looks fast. It looks fast as hell. And they gave, they gave me a ton of them. Mando doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, uh, uh, you know, dog fighting, fighting them all. And that was really dope. And I really appreciate like a lot of those close-up shops that they've been doing there. And, uh, you know, they, they got, they, they gave Bo-Katan a reason to leave her home by blowing it up. So um, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, that was part of the show where I'm like, well, they want to make it make sense that she can't go home. Because also, we have seen this total of like two other times, and it was completely empty, and there was nothing going on in there. And so when it was destroyed, I was like, hmm, okay. 
<laughs> you win some, you lose some, I guess. Yeah, it was another one of the, I don't really feel that bad either. You weren't really doing nothing. supposed to feel bad? Here's, wait a minute, hold, hold on. We got to address something before we move any further. Where does yeah. the Thai silencer fall in your ranking? Because mm-hmm. I, I, for me, I think it might be number two. Because <laughs> it kind of looks like a Thai interceptor. Yeah, it's the, yeah, but it's like... Mm. I like how wide it is. It gives it a, a sl- sleek, low-slung profile that makes it look very aerodynamic. And plus, I know it's a little on the nose, but red windows is super cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, so to me, it's just a little too emo. Well, and fits it fits very yeah. well with uh, with Kylo Ren, though. Then. I mean, it's also the only one, right? Like his is his was the only one. Everyone else, they weren't rocking tie silencers for everyone. He he had it, and it was just like, yeah, I want like a tie interceptor, but someone like smushed the top and bottoms together, to give it a little more yeah. rectangle look. That's, that's kind of the first order style. Yeah, they I take, mean, they take something from the Empire and they put some gugas on it, and they're like, "Who's new now?" <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he did fly it like a mofo, so I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Like when he's doing the whole spinny attack that he learned from his uh, grandfather, it's better um, than his. It's good, ship. That's fair. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it number three. Uh, what's, so tie, what's ahead of it? A tie advance. I love Darth Vader's Tie Fighter. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you know, they both have those wings that sort of uh, tilt in at the top, but there's nothing like that classic tie, uh, tie advanced. Yeah, yeah I think you're right about that. That's then, a good one, two, three. Yeah, and then bomber, and then the regular tie fighter. Regular tie like... fighter kind of sucks. Let's just face it. I mean, it sounds really cool. It's very iconic looking, but you're just like, mm, it does kind of look like a tie. That's not that's not that cool. It's a, that's a little too on the nose. I want, like, too on the nose. I want something that like like I want the hot rod of tie fighters and the, whoever was just like, hey, I'm designing a new tie ship for the uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, what you can do? I'm gonna bend the wings and cut out a bit of it and give it more guns. What do you think? I'm on board. That was it. Mortimer, you've done it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. Now I'm going to do another line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's fair. The the TIE Bomber is very cool. Um, yeah, I just like it because it's just like, oh, that's interesting. A- attach a whole other module that's just filled with nothing but, like, bomb. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you got to give it up to the to the the Thai Corporation or whatever, <laughs> whoever is the uh, in-universe manufacturer for the the Thai fighter line. Uh, they were very efficient in their design language. They're like, this one needs to be bigger, so it needs. Bu-. I don't know why these <laughs> sounds like this, but <laughs> so we need to put some arms in it. Okay, put, just put another, just put another body next to it. Are you sure? This seems insane. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's, and that's how things go. <laughs> I mean, it feels it feels accurate. Feels yeah, accurate. It's a uh, what Sonar Systems, I think, make all the Tie Fighters, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not the only one called the N2 or whatever Naboob. And one. Starfighter, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Sinar Fleet Systems and S- uh, Sinar Jameis Fleet Systems. I don't know why there's two, uh, but that's what it has on StarWars.Fandom.com slash wiki slash tie underscore line. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. Anyway, The Mandalorian is... A weird stinky sock that I can't stop puffing. Yeah, I think they're all kind of um, like I've been watching Bad Batch too, or Bad Batch as well. I have and not. That show it bores me. <laughs> well, I'm look. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but it definitely is one of those. Uh, where are you going with this? <laughs> you guys have a plan, right? You're not like I don't know, out of ideas. Yeah, I'm no. hoping. It kind of just feels like everyone's just like, 
this is going to be a building year. Uh, it's going to be a building year for us in Star Wars, uh, and uh, we're going to really Seinfeld most of this, where it's going to really be about nothing for a little while, and then it's going to get exciting for like the last three episodes of each thing. That, I took off my what... helmet. What's the big deal? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Our our uh, discussion about Tie Fighter is probably better than the season of Mandalorian. The Mandalorian so far. Uh, I'm just kidding, Mando. Don't at me. Uh, I uh, I'm still tuned in. So I mean, that's at the end of the day. I feel like, I mean, that's all. They have my money. It's Star Wars. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, there was enough in here that made me go, all right, I'm going to buy that toy when it comes out. And now I'm going to watch it. Now I'm going to watch it, and it's all your fault, because I'm just going to be tuning in every single episode waiting for that sweet, sweet Jar Jar Binks cameo. Well, it's going to happen. I can't Uh, wait. Yeah, I'm not going to call which episode. Maybe episode seven. Does Keller and Beck say stuff like, you know what? Despite what people say, you're pretty cool. <laughs> Lord, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you're darn bitch, I am pretty cool. <laughs> and they high five. And then they look up, and then for some strange reason, Mando's flying overhead. Like, we, we fast forward to the future, and then that's it. Yeah. He's flying overhead, he just gives him a nod. And they give him a nod back. (laughs) (laughs) Circle wipe and we're out of there. Seriously, let's bring back uh, the Jedi Challenge show or whatever that was called. Please, please. They, all watching that show makes me do. It's like, man, I wish I was a kid. I still wouldn't have been able to go to Florida or wherever you filmed that, but damn, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd really want to try it. Like, I don't know if I had anyone I could roll with, but I sure as hell want to try it. The you Jedi Temple ch- uh, Challenge uh, is what the, the name of it was, just so we're all you know in the clear here. Uh, sure, sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Let's, let's also, also, I I looked up Jedi Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, and one of the thumbnails is a picture of uh, an episode of Deal or No Deal, where all the the ladies who hold the suitcases were dressed up as uh, Princess Leia and the metal bikini. So, uh, you know, looks like Star Wars wasn't always so careful with its IP. Uh, there's a free fall for a little while. Yeah. Uh, but bring back Keller and back cowards. Yeah, give me Fucking that spinoff. <laughs> give me that spinoff. Or have them show up in uh, Bad Batch. Give me a reason to keep watching it and figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Get him to Keller and Beck. He's the only one who's not an incompetent Jedi. Yeah, he, was, he used the force with the lightsaber in his hand at the same time. Yeah, right? Advanced. It's- advanced he he did exactly what i would expect a bunch of jedi to be able to do to clone troopers i mean come on yeah i mean you gonna tell me kyoto mundi couldn't have knocked all those people off that bridge he was on yeah right (laughs) listen i get like there's the element of surprise but like after the first couple ones that you kind of get you know on their back feet once they hear what's going on then the keller and becks of the world come out (laughs) it's over for you clone troopers Remember how you couldn't beat a bunch of Roger Roger droids and somehow you're taking off down all the Jedi? Yeah, they turned they they turned on. The, their their divide training kicked in and they <laughs> I, would, how to finally I would love I would have loved to have like one of the Jedi before they die during the Order 66 sequence be like, Where was this? Where was this against the droids? <laughs> You're saving the good stuff for now. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sir. Ah, yes. Well, there you go. Uh, So I guess you'll check in with us again towards the end of the series, and we'll tell you if it was able to pull up this nosedive. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, even if it crashed and burned, I'll be like, oh, all right. Still there for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's still it. Still tuning in every yeah, episode. They, they figured out. They got me. 
They're like, uh, he he's committed to the Mando ecosystem. He ain't going nowhere. I can't wait till uh, the end of the season when they introduce the third character that's going to be traveling with Din to Jared and Krogu, no, the he... Mythosaur. Oh, <laughs> looks like you guys are gonna need a bigger ship. <laughs> <laughs> to say against that one <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for us this week everybody we're so glad to be back and making the show again for you all out there i hope you enjoyed it hope you're not a huge fan of the mandalorian <laughs> that's the case you're probably mad but we uh we're just having fun here uh and we're still watching it so it still counts Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us this week. A big thank you to Burton M6 for the incredible music used on our show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, click that Pico link because all the information you need to know, including how to contact uh, Burton M6 on Fiverr, is all in our show notes. Um, and, uh, so, as we like to say at the end of every show, wherever you are out there, however you choose to listen to this, we hope that you are feeling happy and healthy, and John, back to you for the final word. Remember, folks, Misa ready for more Jar Jar. (laughs) Me too. Aloha. Thank you for tuning in uh-huh. to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I got you. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 